Hello. Hello. We are back. We're the Rosettes. Yes, we are. I'm Marsha. I'm the mom. And I'm Ariel, and I'm the daughter, and we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast. As far as we know, but I think we really are. We should probably just drop that. Yeah, we haven't done too much research, but we think yeah. we're, we think it's a safe bet. It's probably just us. So No one has challenged us, and we have like <laughs> seven <laughs> fans. So, we know. have six whole ratings on iTunes. Ooh, so You know, that's not that awful, actually, for my Because we've, ra- we've only been two of the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the other ones are, so that's good. So if you are listening and have found us randomly somehow, please we rate appreciate and you. <laughs> Please um, rate and review, because we'd like more people to hear from us, please. Yes. But we should probably just dive right in. Um, yeah. Any Bachelor news? Not that I can think of. I know that Bachelor in Paradise has started filming. I know Bachelor in Paradise has started filming, and word on the street is Glitter Goose has uh, landed in Mexico. Oh, shh. That's so, goose. That's your goose. My goose maybe so. Maybe onk onk. Maybe that. That sounds more like <laughs> that him sounds, anyway. That, yeah. sounds, <laughs> that does sound more like him. Onk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the best for them. Yeah. So they're probably getting married this week, which is neato, I guess, if you yeah. like either of them. I kind of like Crystal. Yeah. I, I don't like him at all. Still. Begrudgingly, I, I, I like Crystal. Um, but yeah. That's that's so last season, though, so oh, yes. let's hop into this season. I'm sure they're meant to be inspiration for this year's people, though, so. <laughs> yeah, so we open up the episode, and if you remember last week, they ended the episode without a rose ceremony, so it's kind of like a cliffhanger kind of moment. Then we open back up, and Hannah's talking to both uh, Luke and Luke. Luke P and Luke S, and she's basically momming them. She's like, well, Hannah, and then she's like, no, 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 don't talk to me, talk to each other. Yeah, and she looks so over it, and she's like, her hand, like, her face is in her hand, and she's like, oh my god, these losers. Her face is all scrunched up, and it was (laughs) super memeable. (laughs) But she is talking to both of them, and uh, Luke's like, well, I... They start talking to each other, and they don't really say anything important, but their volume escalates to the point where Hannah just gets up and leaves. Yeah. She's and... Like, oh, she doesn't say it, but it's like, I'm done with this, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think, I still think when Luke, because Luke P. told the group of guys last week that he did believe that um Lucas was there for the right reasons mm-hmm. and he doesn't think that he's really being all that he doesn't think he's in the wrong or anything like that um but he's still telling Hannah that he thinks he's there for the wrong reasons right. and all this other stuff and he repeats that to Hannah when they're in the room with Luke with the other Luke and Luke's like no you said that you thought I was here for the right reasons and I wanted you to tell her the truth and so Hannah's just kind of over both of their drama and and then uh, it's time for the roast. Oh, and then other guys are talking smack about Luke P. Also, um, but then the roast ceremony starts, and well, yeah, my notes say prior to that, you know, they show Lucas saying again, "I can't believe that he outsmarted me." And after Hannah leaves, Luke P. says to Luke S., 
I don't really know you, and I don't have any business to say who's here for the right reasons. And Luke S. does this, you know, this face in the hand, you know, I can't believe this is happening, rueful smile thing, and says, you know, but you did anyway. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is just kind of getting annoying at this point. Hannah is about to start calling names, and Luke says, wait, wait, Hannah, Hannah, can I can I steal you for a second? Can I talk to you? And she's like, oh, I guess. And she's, like, really over it. And he walks her out and... And this happens every season. Yeah. And he's like, listen, Hannah, I, like, I want you to know that I really hate the fact that my character is being questioned and I feel really bad that you have this opinion of me because I really did want to come here and get to know you. um, But I really think that you should really keep your eyes open and really look for... A lot like happened last like, yeah, cold like, season. Pay attention. Like, pay attention gonna, to who's here. I'm not going to specify who it is, but pay attention and, and ask the other guys. You know, don't hesitate to ask the other guys about this. Yeah, and I'm not going to say if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, and she says okay, and he doesn't even say I'm going home now or anything. He just kind of leaves. He like gives her a hug and says good luck and leaves. He says goodbye, yeah, and leaves. And but I he guess... doesn't even say goodbye. He just says good luck and then he leaves. Oh, maybe she says goodbye. Yeah, because we had the subtitles on. I saw goodbye, but oh. maybe she said it. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, and, and so she goes back and and he walks down like he was. You know, he leaves. He's walking down the stairs. And they cut back to the guys, and the guys are like, is he leaving? He's leaving. Oh, my gosh, he's leaving. Oh, my gosh. And, you Uh know, somebody made a comment like, thank you, Luke P. Good job. No, no, no. I think what the... Was that later? It was Garrett. Garrett said, there you go, Luke. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. And it was kind of... It was kind of rude. But still, I mean, he... Luke P. didn't make that happen. Well, yeah. I know Luke P. did that, but... Still, I don't think the other guy should be getting her involved. I agree. I think, I, I really like Garrett, and I think Garrett's... I don't. I think he's gross. I think he's pushing the envelope to grow, on the way to grossness, yeah. I think he's... Oh, I, I already think he's gross. His hair's too tall, his skin <laughs> is flawed, and he... We hate him because his and, hair is tall and his skin is flawed? And I don't like the name Garrett, and well, I think fault. he's getting way too that's involved in Beck the drama. is Garrett's fault. Yeah, I know, but... His parents named it Garrett. It's not his fault. Maybe his parents were in cahoots with Becca's Garrett. <laughs> I just don't stupid like stupid last. I think like what is Becca's Garrett's last name anyway? It's the most stupid last name I've ever seen. It's like <laughs> Yigaronagon or something. It's like a stupid last name. That's irrelevant. But, but <laughs> I'm trying to defend our Garrett. I I don't think he needs defending. I just don't like him, and I think he's he's. Whereas other people don't like Luke, he's the only one that's being, like, mean to Luke. Yeah. Which I think it doesn't make him any better than Luke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I haven't gone down that path 100%, but I see what you're saying. Because later on, he challenges him, too, and it's kind of mean, so. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, so. Yeah. Uh, And then Chris Harrison comes in and takes away a rose, which is important. That's weird. Yeah, I, at first, when I first watched it, um, the people I was watching it with, one of the people was like, oh, that's weird. Like, he just took away a rose, so that probably meant that um, Luke was going to get a rose. Right. And that's why there's one less rose. Um, and then 
someone, uh, and then the, one of the other people I was watching with was like, oh, no, 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 that's not weird. They always do that. It's just because there's one less spot available. And I was kind of whatever about it. I didn't think about it until but, you brought up your yeah, theory then later. you think about it. So there's 15 guys and 13 roses, right? Before yeah, Luke so people S are leaves. still going to go home. Right. So before Luke S. leaves, there's 15 guys and 13 roses. And then Luke S. leaves, and Chris comes so out still and takes a rose. Mm -hmm. So now there's 14 guys and 12 roses. So either way, she's only getting rid of two people. Yeah. And they know who the, the production knows who the two people are. Yeah. So, so we can only assume that she, she was going to keep Luke S. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And that totally makes sense in that they were preparing for a two-on-one between in the two theory, that That's just a theory a mom theory. has that we'll talk about when we get to the date. Okay. I think. All right. Well, just, just keep in mind that my theory is that she was going to keep Luke S. And there might be a two-on-one in the offing. Um, but yeah, so then she gives out the roses, and the people that go home are, oh! who is it? It was Mateo. Mateo. We liked you, Tomato. Um, tomato. Tomato. <laughs> Goodbye, Tomato. That's how much of an impression you made on this, Mateo. I'm going to call you Tomato. Good luck. You're handsome and nice, and but you ate bugs. The more sad one was John, John Paul Jones. Why, Hannah, why? He should have won. <laughs> no, he should have won, but he should Every have entertained us a lot sick. more. You know, he always looked like he was going to barf. I did hear that he's likely to go to Paradise, though. Oh, I'm sure he's going to go to Paradise. That would be a lost opportunity. Yeah. Um, I just wish they'd just done more with him because he was Yeah, he's so funny. Funny and entertaining yeah so. those were the only two that left your and loss hannah yeah, yeah. your loss so. she picked grant over john paul jones <laughs> no no i'm good with grant. I, love, I love you grant i love you now. but devin hello you're <laughs> devin um and yeah so then sorry they gather up and they Luke gives a toast, some sort of toast. He's like, "Oh my god, here's so obnoxious. He's like, "This is a toast for everyone, but it's mostly a toast for Hannah because she's who we're all here for." But here's to being your most authentic self, and something. Oh no, it was very insignificant. He said, "Here's to the hunt." This is, oh, yeah. this is a toast to the guys mostly, and also Hannah. Here's to having fun on the hunt for Hannah. Like, she's not oh an my animal. Gosh. She's not your prey. Yeah. And all the guys are like, wait, what's happening? Their faces are like, what's and Mike, happening? And Mike chokes on his drink. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them. I forget who they're with. Two and someone joked at Mike. They're like, oh, is that a, is that wine too strong for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm and then to Hannah's, like, down, but... Hannah's like, yeah, so Luke P's toast, have fun on the hunt. Let's have fun on the hunt together. It was Mike and Dylan that do the cough, cough, <coughs> that's gross, uh, awful thing. And, you know, Mike acknowledges after that, he says, well, somebody thinks he's got this in the bag already, alluding to Luke. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a solid feud between Mike and Luke P. Yeah. Um, and then Hannah's like, all right, boys, Rhode Island was fun, but it's time to pack your kilts. Because we're going to Scotland. Lads. Oh, does she say she lads? She says lads, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So 
they are going to Scotland. Cue which, the cue the bagpipe music. The last time they went to Scotland was Caitlin's season, I think. Is that so, where they were there for a super long time? Yeah, that's okay. where they were in Scotland. Well, for really, dude, that's where Caitlin and Nick had their Caitlin and Nick scandal. There, yeah. So there. So in my mind, I'm thinking. I hope it, I hope they're not there for a month like Caitlin. But compared to last year with Becca. Like I'd love to go to Scotland. I would love to go to Scotland, but poor Becca got like a couple weeks in the mansion, and then Park City, Utah, Las Vegas, and Virginia. Yeah, is for love. Richmond, Virginia is for lovers. And then <laughs> Virginia's for lovers. The first time she got out of the country was the Bahamas. So you know. Go, Hannah. At least you're, you only had to, I mean, you got Rhode Island. That's not great. But now you're, at least you're on your international tour. Yeah. And I think, um, I'd love to go to Scotland. Scotland's like my, probably my top three places I want to go to Cue bagpipe music again. I think that was the Game of Thrones theme, but with a bagpipe noise. Good try. Sorry. A for effort. Um, also, speaking of Scotland, I do think that the Loch Ness Monster is real, so... I do, too. I mean, to a point. Uh, not to a point. It's real, so... I think he was... he Well, she. It's Nessie, right? I think she was real... Like, I think that what happened... Okay. I think what happened was the locks up there, like, like a long time ago in prehistoric time, the conditions were ripe for... A dinosaur type aquatic creature to find its way into the lock, or two oh. at least two, because and they be had saved to, from the yeah extinction ex- the... saved from extinction <laughs> yeah the meters or whatever yeah. extincted them, and then they had babies and they lived there happily for a few. Centuries. Well, isn't the lock in kind of a cratered area too? So, I think so. Yeah, so I really think the Loch Ness monster was a real thing for centuries. But I think they've probably died off by now. Sorry. I think she's still she's still chilling. I think they have like a secret society that like is like like you know how they have like the um docents for the elephant seals in San Simeon. Mm-hmm. I think they have that for like the um Nessie. Nessie. Yeah, for Nessie and they just make don like people they accept donations and then like she has like a like little like mansion at the bottom of the Lost. She lit the Loch Ness monster lives in a mansion and at the bottom seat. of the lake. Yeah, funded by people's donations. I see. <laughs> Anywho, they go to Scotland, and all the guys are like, "Yeah, Scotland, let's go get a beer because we're bros." Well, we're the place in they're beer staying, whiskey land. I mean, we you know they always promote the place they're staying, but I don't think I saw a name for it this time. If I did, I didn't write it down. Oh, yeah, it was some weird name. It was like, oh, here it is. Achnagiram Estate. They're staying at the Achnagiram. I'm sure you nailed that. Yeah, say (laughs) that in Scottish, and it's right. I can spell it, but I won't. Anyway, so it's like this castle thing. And they're so... Super pretty. They're running again. They're like, it's a castle. We're staying in a castle. Ah!" And they do their typical bros jump on the beds. Um... And then they go get a beer. Like uh, Mike said. says he wants to be in Braveheart. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was kind of corny. And then twelve bros walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah. So they go to a bar and they get beers. And um, look, 
Oh, and Luke does look kind of like it is kind of sad to it see Luke sad. all by himself and not broing with the other guys. All eleven bros are like, and like Grant's doing the Heidi Heidi Heidi, <laughs> like motion with his hand, yeah. Heidi Heidi Heidi, and they're all laughing and having a good time. And Luke's like in the background going Heidi Heidi, um, hello, I'm I'm excited, I'm excited too. But it is kind of sad in that sense, but also he shouldn't have been a dick to people. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, there's, I don't know. And I'm, I, I mean, I, I trust that there's, that he, he must be like, like this all the time for them to not like him. Right. So vehemently. Yeah. Because yeah. most villains, some guys, not every single guy has a strong opinion about right, it. Right, right. One irritates two or three of them and then they carry on but yeah. everybody hates Luke so there's gotta be he must be the what we see on screen must be the way he acts all the time for all these people to not like him I mean him. my opinion is I felt my heartstrings were pulled a couple times during the episode that the guys just don't want to have anything to do with him but then I kind of go well because he doesn't seem to care Mm-hmm. Like, he tries to make these connections with him here and there, with them here and there, but he doesn't seem to care that, he doesn't seem to understand why they don't like him. Yeah. Which just sort of dismisses that. Yeah, he really does lack self-awareness, for yeah. sure. Which, in my personal opinion, that's a super unattractive yeah. thing in a person. Yeah, you know, as I've said before, I hope that he's watching this back and will develop that. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's learning from his mistakes and stuff. I hope but so. Oh. Things like possessive behavior and dating and stuff, that's not something that just changes. That's just yeah, kind he, of an innate... He needs therapy, and I'm just thing. hoping that, like, or something, I'm just hoping that he washes himself back and says, okay, well, I need to help, I need to help myself to be a better person. Yeah. So... Who knows, so. Anyways. So, Hannah so, walks into the bar, and she's like, hey, boys, and the boys are like, oh, Hannah's here. And, oh, big surprise, we didn't know. Yeah, because they didn't expect that, I guess. Um, and then Hannah's like, I'm ready to stop my date right now. And the guys are like, ooh, I wonder who she's going to pick. And she's standing right next to Mike, and then she looks over at Mike, and she's like, Mike, want to join me? And he's like, yeah, and he smiles so big. Oh, oh yeah. I love him. He's got the best smile in the he whole freaking world. Well, apart from hers. Like, her yeah. smile is amazing, Their too. babies would Imagine be freaking gorgeous. Their, their smiles would probably, like, just explode there. So they'd have, like, they'd just be so beautiful, and then they'd have the prettiest smiles, and they'd probably have the prettiest eyes. Ugh, they'd be the cutest babies. Yeah. Cute. Um... But yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. But if it did, that would be the baby. Anyways, enough of this baby talk. <laughs> we'll get back. We'll, we'll we'll do baby talk when Pilot Pete talks next. <laughs> Cause get it? Cause he sounds like a baby when he talks. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So Mike and Hannah go on a little they stroll. Go on a date. They start at in a bookstore, which I think is really romantic. I love <laughs> And you see Hannah smelling the old books, and I'm like, like, oh my gosh, she does that too? I love that fresh book smell. But then she picks up a really, really old book and smells it. Like, that's the whole point. Old yeah. books smell good. Fresh books don't smell like I think that's what she meant. Yeah, I, think I think she that's just... what she meant, too. So she smells a book, and then there's a goose egg. And she picks up the goose egg and listens to it. 
And you're like, wait, she's smelling books and listening to eggs. <laughs> yeah, she listened to the goose egg and then she puts it down and she but, says... Yeah, Mike kind of calls her on it like... Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I, I don't, don't know, know why, why I did, did that. <laughs> and um, it's really... The whole thing's really cute and we see Mike reading like a poem to her. He reads Robert Burns. Oh, my love's like a red, red rose that's yeah. newly sprung in June. Oh, my love's like the melody that's sweetly played in tune. As fair art thou, my bonny lass. Did you have to sing this song in choir so, at some yes, point in your I life? Did, yes, <laughs> Deep in the I couldn't know. I couldn't tell if you knew the song because of choir or because of your English roots, like your English both studies. Both, both, both. <laughs> Mom's a huge English nerd. <laughs> but anyways. And a choir nerd. But anyways. So he reads that poem, and I love him exponentially more. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the whole date's super cute, and I just... Oh. But he doesn't get shirtless in this whole date. And I'm like, wait, what about the trailer where he... Like, the commercial? Oh, that's another date. Feet? They're going to have another date. Obviously, in warmer weather. Where yeah. have you been? <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, wait, why is he getting shirts? Do you remember where they go after the bookstore? They went to a pub, right? No, they went to a candy store next. Oh, and yeah. They, they were... And they had sour candies. Called and they the both... Black Death. They, they were invited to try the Black Death candies. Super sour and Isn't they, the Black Death what they called the plague? In yes, Europe? exactly. So <laughs> they conquered the Black Death together. But they, yeah, they put the little sour candies in their mouth, and they both looked the thick, like they were going to die. They, yeah, I can't even imagine how sour that must be. That it looked pretty gross. I wouldn't have enjoyed that. Um, and then they go to the pub, and then there's a guy sitting at a table next. No, to no. Him. Then they go to taste whiskey. Oh, sorry. Okay, then they go to taste whiskey. And it's like then a whiskey tasting thing. Hannah's like, this is good, but this is nothing like our bourbon. Well, no, no, she says, hey, yeah, she says that. This is uh, like us southern people. We have our bourbon. Whis southern women are known as whiskey in a teacup. Strong on the inside and ornate on the outside. I think that's what Reese Witherspoon's cookbook's called. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably a real thing. Whiskey in a teacup. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think Oops. that's because Reese Witherspoon has like a like cookbook slash like life, like autobiography yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I've flipped through it before. Whiskey in a teacup. That's I think really that's cute. what it's called. Yeah. All right. I, I might be wrong, but it. she's holding a teacup in the front. So, so. They, they have a few drinks yeah and she's a little bit wobbly when she leaves the oh, i didn't um, notice that the whiskey shop she's like oh yeah woo! i did not notice that and mike in the min in the interim i said she gets a little tipsy mike in the interim says it's a perfect day to fall in love in scotland so i just want to point that out in case anybody's you know having a fantasy league that's always a oh is that <laughs> points <laughs> yeah so then they go to the pub and then they go to the pub and there's a there's an englishman sitting next to them not a scotsman but we don't know that at this point we just cause well if you listen you can tell of course yeah yeah it's but i don't explicit. think yeah i don't think hannah really gets 
Of course not. The difference Neither between the them, two. Yeah. yeah. So I think they just were like, oh, this guy has an accent and he's in Scotland. He must, he must be a Scottish man. Right. He must know what he's doing. And he recommends that they try the haggis. The haggis. <laughs> and they're all, oh, okay, well, what that sounds good. Let's try the haggis. And that is a super traditional Scottish yeah. meal, right? Right. Like, Everybody knows it's... Liver. No, well, so, no, it's not liver. It's um, sheep intestines. Same, same thing, really. It's <laughs> yeah. just equally gross. Yeah. But he's like, try that, I guess. And they say, okay, and they try They order it. And you and know they, there's producers in the background that are like, this is going to be oh, so good. Oh. <laughs> and I'm thinking, she's five at a cap. I mean, she's not five at a cap. She's made cum laude. How does she not know what haggis is? Everybody knows what haggis is. Did you know what haggis was? You, I knew what you knew of it. You yeah. know, you know it's gross, right? Yeah. So, like everybody knows, it's like sketchy to order, right? Anyway, well, something. maybe not everyone, but I, I don't think it's fair to make like blanket oh, statements sure. like that. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff I don't know, especially but, since like we have like, or at least I have some Scottish like background. Well, yeah. You're welcome. So, I gave you some. Is that is that you? <laughs> I don't know it's, which side I'm sure it is. It's, well, it's your dad mostly, but I, there's some for me. Too. So I think also just having that background, you kind of they yeah. order haggis <laughs> and they actually really like it. Both Mike and Hannah say, "Oh, we like it." And then this stinky Englishman posing as a Scottishman says, <laughs> "Oh yeah, uh huh. By the way, it's sheep intestines." And they're Gag. like, "Screw you know, joke like, on you." They're, they're like, "Yuck!" and they're like, oh, you like this? He's like, oh, no, I'd never order that. I'm, a, I'm an Englishman. I'm an Englishman. I'm from London. <laughs> Gross. Intestines? I would never. What would the Queen say? What? I think you're taking it <laughs> a little far, but that's basically what he inferred. So, yeah. So they, then they stopped eating their haggis, even though they said they liked it. But... Yeah, well, he was a stinker, and he was a total producer setup. But <laughs> but it was cute, you know. Good for them for trying something new, especially Hannah. All this time, you've always tried a bunch of stuff without asking what it was and why. And good for yeah, you. Yeah, she's you're very brave, braver than me. <laughs> she's a brave. She's a brave one. Uh, yeah, they go to dinner. Oh no! Well, first we go back to the castle. Back to the castle to check in on the boys. Garrett and Dylan and Jed, um, they they agree that they need to keep their guard up against Luke P. Mm-hmm. You know, we just have to be really careful and not give him any ammunition to hurt us. Yeah, because he will do anything. He'll throw you under the bus. He'll throw he you under the bus because he that he'll throw you under the bus to get Hannah. Because none of them had ever heard anything about the tequila thing, so Luke S. must have, like, brought it up casually with Luke P. one time. Mm-hmm. And so they're all there, all of them, the rest of them are like... Oh, crap. You know, like, oh, mom's gosh. word, don't tell anything like, to Luke P. They can't know that I'm going to want to do, like, beer ads after this. Like, right. <laughs> or play my music or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just don't confirm. Well, Jed's, I think Jed's in the clear because he already... Because he admitted that. He admitted it he, to he Hannah. He on there initially to yeah promote himself but yeah so they're basically just saying you know just mums the word don't give luke p any ammunition against us yeah so then they're back to their date night and mike proves once again that he's a really good listener and he's so the whole day he's so smiley it's so cute well they've had a lot to drink today too (laughs) 
just just pointing it out. But yeah, but not a, by this point that would have worn off by now. And well, no, he started out super smiley too. I don't think the yeah. drink has anything to do with his smiliness. I'm just pointing out that they were drinking a lot. More well, yeah, than... but there's a there's a time gap between their daytime oh, yeah, date no, and yeah. their their dinner date. So I don't think they're still tipsy or no, no, no. I agree. I'm just talking about kind of before. Oh, okay. In my notes. I'm just saying earlier that. But I mean, they're in Scotland, so why wouldn't you? Oh well. Also, oh, I'm just looking at my notes really quick. Before they get to their nighttime date, they make out on a bridge, and he just goes on and on about how this is like the best day ever for him. It's so cute. I believe him. I think he's so genuine. I believe him too. I do get concerned when he gets himself involved in drama. I do too. But he does it in a way that kind of he himself can't like get in trouble about it. You know? Does that make sense? To a point, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people want him to be Bachelor and I'm still on board for that. I He does some things that I think, oh, I wish he hadn't done that, but... By and large, he's great. He's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, I think he mostly just doesn't like the idea of having, like, a bully there. Right. Picking on people that are, like, smaller. Like, last week, he was like, you're intimidating. You're intimidated by Lucas. Like, (laughs) Like, he thought that was the funniest thing ever. So, I think he's mostly... And I think as we talk about the date, we'll, we'll be able to attribute more good, hopefully he's the bachelor, qualities to him. Yeah. He... They're having dinner, and he goes on. I don't remember what she was wearing, but they both... I don't either. In fact, look at this. I said it's hard to tell what she's wearing. So she's probably wearing a jacket, and we just couldn't see yeah, her Yeah, she's just not very featured in her clothing area. He wore a turtleneck all day, and he looked really good in his he turtleneck. He always looks good, yeah. yeah. Except when he wears his red pants. I don't like the red pants. Anyway, you don't. Anyways. They're sitting uh, at the table, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I've, like, never been this nervous before. Oh, he, he says that a million, not a million, but he says many times mm-hmm. how nervous he is. And he, he tells the camera before the date that he hasn't been this nervous since December 25th, 2013 or something. 2009. I don't know. It was a long time ago. He said that the last time he was this nervous was when he told his first major girlfriend he was in love with her. And anyway, mm-hmm. so that'll pan out later. Yeah. And he goes on to talk about how, um, like, he's nervous, but he's really, like, excited to be there. He's then goes on to talk about his uh, past relationships mm-hmm. and how he really thought that, that he was just going to be in love once and have this, have it be with her for forever. And then she really, like broke his heart and left and, like, broke up with him and stuff like that. So now he's really nervous about falling in love again, but he hasn't been in love in half a decade, and he'd really like to be in love again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he knows it's new and fresh, but he's ready to get married. Mm-hmm. He's ready to get married. He knows that 100%. Yeah, and he knows what he wants, and right. he knows himself, and just all these really nice things, and he just keeps smiling the whole time. The time. And if things go well, he can see himself on one knee in a few weeks. You know, they have to figure it out. But he's ready to get married. Is his main message. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At one, I, maybe it's before this. I don't know. At one point, he asks her to share a little bit more about herself because he's the active listener guy, and he leans yeah. in and wants to know about her. And the thing that she shares with him. Is that 
you know, she, the people that she dated before coming on Colton season, that she was living man to man and are adapting herself to each man. Which is really sad. Really sad. Because she's such a vibrant, passionate, lovely woman. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she would diminish herself so much to say, oh, you know, I'm I'll gonna, mold myself, I'll mold to, myself you. to you, you know, yeah. It is really sad. And it might be, I don't know, maybe it's a cold, not to like discuss like stereotypes of certain places, but maybe it's a cultural thing of, yeah, maybe. that comes from being from Alabama. A place that's very um, widely known for being very conservative and yeah. very, like, pro-man, not pro-woman. Of, yeah, of course. Or being from any place that's really insulated. Like, I, that's kind of the kind of environment I grew up in, even though it was a long time ago and a fairly, I won't say liberal, but a fairly accepting time and place. It was, you know, you, you were still expected to, like, the guy was the guy that was, the guy that was the one that was kind of the decision maker and in charge. And, you know, you could pursue a certain ideals and push things so far, but ultimately he was the one that, you know, made the final decision. Yeah. Which I never thought was quite right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think I'd ever be able to be okay with anything like that. I don't know. From what I've noticed from, like, my experience of going to church and, like, seeing other people date and stuff at church, I'm very outspoken I'm and I'm very strong-willed, I feel. And so I think that um, that can be a little intimidating when I'm in a place where, like, a lot of churches are traditionally, like, man, like, man's in charge man's in charge kind of thing man's the head of the household and that's not something I really 100% agree with and I don't think it should correlate with like religious faith or anything like that um but when I go to church I do see a lot of more timid and quiet and shy women always being in a relationship Mm -hmm. and so I think that's a really interesting thing to witness and I think that it's pretty common for um more I guess malleable women Women. to be more easily be in a relationship with someone and I think that might be something that she that Hannah was like experiencing because she just wanted to be happy and be in a relationship and she put so much value on that over herself and I and I do think that her coming onto The Bachelor helped her get away from that and her faith is super super important and her faith still remains super important and I don't think she's neglecting that or you know eschewing that I think that she's trying to incorporate that into her worldview. like she's not abandoning her faith she's just trying to figure out how to reconcile her faith and her you know I mean she was making out with a lot of guys tonight and she's trying to reconcile her faith and her biological urges and her heart and brain you know she's she's got a lot on her plate and she's trying to figure out what's the best thing yeah and And i i really admire admire her her. yeah jinx wow you owe me nothing because you gave me life (laughs) um but we admire so we admire hannah yeah and i think she i think she's doing a really good job as bachelorette and i think she's doing a really good job of just being an example of how aside from the whole 
Luke everything, I think she's being a very good example on how to date for yourself rather than for a relationship. But I think if that if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But at the same time, reconciling all of her different needs and values mm-hmm. into one guy. You know? Yeah. And that's gotta be super hard. So yeah. I really admire her too. So, and that's so a, Hannah. You know, and that's a different you know, a different amalgam, a different model from Becca, who yeah. didn't have any religious concerns. She was well, religious. Well, no, she was religious, but they, that wasn't a dominating factor for her, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's fascinating watching Hannah. Yeah. Anyways, so you can but do this, girl. <laughs> we digress a little bit. But, um, yeah, Mike and Hannah just have a really good chat and mm-hmm. something that I think that I... We already touched on this a little bit, but something that I really love about Mike is that he does listen. Absolutely. He's super close. Super active listener, yeah. And so she gives him the rose, mm-hmm. and he is He's so stoked, happy. He's yeah. like, oh my god, of course, yes. And then they go to a pub again. And at this point, I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to go to Scotland, but all they've been doing is going to pubs, like... Is that all there is? Um, well, but... they have. Well, I wrote down that they have. It's like the Scottish pub. She she points out that it's the Scottish party. Yay! It's the Scottish and party, and they're all doing like traditional da, 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 Scottish dances dancing and, and stuff the, like that. You know, <laughs> violins and stuff. I wrote <laughs> down. I wrote down. It's like the Titanic party, except without the tragedy. <laughs> yeah, I and the car and the sex in the car. But if there was a car. I that could be a possibility. <laughs> yeah. I think um <laughs> but we all love we all love you Mike. Uh, Mike's my favorite. I, I love know. him. <laughs> I mean his smile would just shatter windows, I think. I mean, <laughs> if he willed it. <laughs> yes, he's cra- he's crazy. So I don't know if he'll be our next bachelor or not, but I'm all in if he is. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Then it's group date time, correct? Yes. So they're getting and... ready for the Highland Games. Yeah, and everyone's going on the group date except Luke P, which means Luke P is probably getting a one-on-one. And, of course, Mike. And Mike already got it, yeah. Um, So they all go. They they all wear They show the boys all running out going, yay, we're going on a date. And Pete says they show Hannah in her little Scottish garb. And Pete says, she's so cute. Which made me happy. Yeah, and then she... I, I'm starting to get conflicted feelings about Pete because Why? he. I I did really like him, but he keeps using a, like a baby voice to talk about her. But I think that's just him. Maybe that's just him, but I don't like baby voices and like babying. All right, he's gonna go far though. I know he's gonna go far. I'm and he's super and I still cute. want to like him because I you do notice, think he's cute. Did you notice the thing he did? like two or three times this episode he did this airplane thing like when they got out of the skyway into scotland he flew he went down the skyway with his arms like an airplane and went and then so he's he's five years old yeah and then later on he does the same thing like he goes woo when he advances in the competition with his arms oh, he's so cute he's cute but the no, butts. no butts hot. no butts he's cute okay I love you pete i love you pete i want to hear him talk without his baby voice we'll get there 
Well, she, he does say she's so cute when she shows up in her tartan. And she makes a point of saying this is a tartan, not a skirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she brings out these, like, Scottish Scary cosplayers. Scary guys, dude. yeah. One's named Tarly. And they're like... The battle reenactor. Wait, one of them's named Tarly? Isn't that Sam's last name? Yeah. In Game of Thrones? Mm -hmm. Coincidence? Mm -hmm. I think not. He's the battle reenactor. And then there's another one who doesn't get a name. They come out and they're like, Oi, we're going to teach you how to train your dragons. (laughs) I can't do a Scottish accent, but (laughs) they sounded like the how to train your dragons people. Yes, they do. And they said we're gonna get ready for to play games to win Hannah's heart. They're like, we're gonna throw axes. We're going to. Well, they do their war face first, so they're all like, she runs down like, ah! in their face. Oh, that's ah! right. And so they scream in each other's faces, and, and Tyler can't muster a mad face. <laughs> He's like <laughs> laughing the whole time. He screams, anyways. So yeah, so then the activities are axe throwing. Milk, milk carrying milk carrying race and wrestling and wrestling and they have to do this all in kilts yes they, well they, they have their, their their practice is in their normal clothes and then for the actual games they all have to oh, wear but during the practice they'll they'll practice the axe throwing uh-huh and the only one that achieves axe throwing greatness is, is Hannah Lecter. Go Lecter! Love her. All the boys fail at, at axe throwing during the practice, but Lecter succeeds. What a badass! So then they go and put on their kilts, and they all decide to wear their kilts the traditional way, without underwear. Sans panties. Do you think that's real? Do you think they really weren't wearing underwear? I think, I think so. But there were people, women and children in the audience. What did they just like look away or? They showed some. They showed one of the moms covering her kids' eyes. Okay, that makes it okay then. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the kilts were pretty long, so it's not like you oh, yeah, see no, that much. Yeah, you don't see it until the they ground. start wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um. And, but while they're changing into it, they, they're just putting them on in the middle of the woods, too. They don't even have, like, a dressing room. Right. They're, they're just, just outside. They put their kilts on and taking their panties off. And then, uh, then Tyler goes and he sits on a log and, and he crosses little, his leg and they have and a little black, the black box. box the black, they borrow the black box from, um, Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise and yeah. they're like, I've got to put it in Scotland. Uh, <laughs> and they show the crowd. There's a, t- of course, there's always a ton of people. Once they get to the, like, I get that there's a ton of people in Los Angeles because yeah, people I love, the same thing. you know, people love The Bachelor in Los Angeles. And they get big crowds, but how do they get big, big crowds in Scotland to yeah. watch the Highland Bachelor games? Like, I don't know. That's crazy. I, and I think I think there's a English Bachelor, but yeah, that. But- there's a ton of people to watch the thing. Not only are they there and they're enthusiastic. But they don't watch American though, But a bunch of them have um, Braveheart makeup on their faces. <laughs> it's like, dudes, you came all the way here to watch this and you did your makeup? Like, grown men with Braveheart faces on. Anyways. So, they have an audience and they start the Highland Games. <laughs> And uh, they do the axe throwing, and I think the only person that gets his axe in the thing during the actual competition is Tyler. Tyler, Tyler gets his axe on. 
<laughs> nice axe, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm trying to think of something to follow that up. But okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> what a later. what a bad axe. <laughs> what a bad axe. That was excellent. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> okay, that was bad. All right. So, but he still gets his axe on. And then they have a bunch of other... And they, and they hug. She's like, yeah, you did it! And they hug. And then Peter does really well, too. Yeah, Peter's He's really like, determined. Determined. Um, but Jed, and they all do the yoke race, which is like, they have yokes over their shoulders with buckets of milk on either side. And they run really fast. And the object is to get to the end fastest without spilling any milk and I don't know how they judge this because it looks like people are spilling milk left and right. They just looked out at the buckets. Yeah well anyways it's just a ridiculous race but um ultimately Peter won that one. Peter, I think Peter was the fastest but Jed poured milk all over himself. So committed. And he was committed. And <laughs> Hannah thought that was hot for some reason. I'm not sure. Yeah. Why. I don't know. Um, and then. He's really milking it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and then they get to the wrestling part. And people are wrestling, wrestling. And their skirts are flying up. And she says she can see their bagpipes. Their kilts are flying up. And she says she can see their bagpipes. And, and I think. Up. I think that's why she had them wear kilts. I think that's the whole reason she went she to Scotland. She just wanted to see their junk? Yeah. She has to make decisions and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're just joking. Anyways, when it's Jed's turn to have his wrestling, he says he would, he's well, he welcomes challenge from anyone here, but he would like the queen, Hannah, to pin him. And so they do their little wrestling, and he hey. allow, he like, in his flips wrestling. himself essentially. Yeah, he flips himself so she can pin him essentially. Yeah. And then they kiss a little and bit. And then they kiss a little bit. And ultimately He wins. He wins. I mean He wins the golden Scottish fanny pack. Freaking Tyler did the axe thing, but okay, Jed wins the date and he they interestingly he gets a little like Deed of land ownership. Yeah, that that's at the dinner part of the yeah, or the cocktail party part. Of yeah, the and he's so he and Hannah are a lord and lord lady. and lady, and they get a, like a square foot of land in this Highland area as their reward. And my brother is a lord. He's the lord of Sealand. He's yeah. the lord of the. What is it? Something, Sealand. something. He's the Lord of Sealand. That's There's something all we before need to know. it. But he's Lord Jackson Xander Bruce. He owns a little <laughs> plot of land and on this really even yeah. not that much bigger plot of land in the middle so of the ocean off the coast of Scotland. We're royalty adjacent, so royalty it's just like adjacent. Meghan Markle, watch out. <laughs> what I have to say. <laughs> I want to be Kate Middleton. You want to be Meghan Markle? What? No, that's not fair. <laughs> I'll be Pippa, she doesn't even have to have any of the responsibilities. Alright, I'll still be And she still gets the nice butt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, our brother's royalty. Your brother, my son. Yeah, that'd be weird. This isn't Game of Thrones, Mom. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, But yeah, so then they have their cocktail party, and she gives uh, Jed 
his lordship and they start making out and she's trying to like straddle him but she can't because her dress is too tight so she just sits on his lap instead she's like they're on a chair upstairs it's a well-lit place and she's like sitting on his lap kissing on him and Um, we hear this who was it was it kevin kevin this sort of goofy music it's romantic music for a minute and then it's this goofy music kick and we hear this sound of somebody walking upstairs and it's kevin and Kevin sees them making out, and he's like, oh. He looks confused. And he just kind of watches for them for a little 20 bit. 20 seconds. He's like, oh, okay. And he goes back downstairs. Yeah, and he's, like, telling the other, oh, and then Jed and the, comes back down. The voiceover says he, Kevin hasn't even kissed Hannah yet. Yeah. So, you know, go, Kevin. You got international without any kisses. You must be special. Uh, maybe. <laughs> or she likes him or something. Uh, anyways, so yeah. Anyways. Jed comes back down. Jed comes back down and he's like, yeah, like, they're like, oh, how was your time with Hannah? And he was like, oh, it was, it was good. And then Kevin goes, yeah, I know, I saw. And Jed starts blushing and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. And the whole time the boys are all eating appetizers, so their faces are all full of food. And they're all, sorry, not sorry, <laughs> jump, jump, jump. And, but um, what I love about that is, that with the exception of Luke P, these bros love each other. Yeah. These are the broiest bros I've ever seen. In a bachelorette. Yeah. I, I agree. I do think that's true. I think someone's wearing a salmon jacket again. I don't know who it was. On the net. Yeah. On this date. The salmon jackets are going around, and also the sweater. I think Mike was wearing The cardigan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyler's cardigan. I think it's Tyler's cardigan. Yeah, and they're Mike, all Mike was wearing tar- Tyler's cardigan. I think it's adorable that they share clothes. Yeah. But I also <laughs> think cute. it's crazy that there's more than one salmon jacket because we've seen they, two they all, people three, wearing no, it. No, three people wearing it at once. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's at least three salmon jackets? There's three salmon jackets. I wow. think Men's Warehouse, is that what it's called? Yeah, there's a Men's I Warehouse. I think they had a Men's Warehouse sale wow. at, right before the show, and they were all looking, and they were like, oh, this will make me stand out. <laughs> and then they all got it, and, and now but, they don't But to their credit, out. now they're there, and they're, they're great sports about it. These guys are great. I mean, Becca got such shitty guys. Yeah. I mean, and Hannah has these great guys. For the most part, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, for the most part, Becca's guys were great, fine, you know, but she just got, like, Lincoln and... Yeah. Anyways, not relevant. Not relevant. That's last season. Um, I'm just saying. She's got great guys. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, she does. And, uh... Then Tyler steals Hannah and talks to her, and he's like, I know you like the kilt, so, uh... Sorry, let me get my Tyler voice on. Like, oh, hey girl, I uh, I know you like the uh, the kilt, so I decided to put it back on for you, and uh, here I am. And then they make out on a bed. And is there anything else that happens? Um, gosh, what was about this? Um, I'm trying to think. I anything think anything else before the group date is? I think that was. Well, no, I mean, the group date, a bunch of people make out, so she makes out with Tyler. Oh, she makes out with Tyler. She makes out with Pete, right. And he, like, they're, like, playing pool. On the pool table. And he's trying to be all sexy, and he, like, pushes the balls away and, like, lifts her on the table. And the balls kind of flop back toward them, and he tries to put her on the table, and then he knocks her head against the lamp. And then she gets down, and then he puts her back on the table, and she's like, what are you doing? (laughs) 
look like they're having a really nice time. And they make out on the table, but but it was super, it was super awkward. It was awkward, but it was sweet. So she makes out with Jed, Pilot Pete, and Tyler on that date. Like, full-on heavy makeout. Yeah. With all of them. Yeah. And... Jed gets the group Jed date gets rose. the group date rose, yeah. And he gets a lot of group date roses. Well, this is at least the second group date rose. He's got one. He got one on his one-on-one and then two group dates. Because he got the... That's what I'm saying, is he's gotten a lot of group right, date roses. Right, the, the, the he got talent the Mr. Right one. Yeah, the Mr. Right, yeah. I can't believe he's not going to win. I mean, my belief is that he's got to win. Jed? Yeah. But... If you think he's got to win, oh, are you saying that you can't believe he he's wouldn't be able to win? Okay, right. I can't believe he's not going to win at this point. I thought you were you were like reading spoilers and you're like spoiling it for me. Oh no, no, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> in my in my world, in my in my mind, I can't believe he can't win because he's so ahead of the other guys. I think, mm-hmm. but I mean, we have a, a Pete and I think you think TV. she's more into Pete than she is. Really? I think he's going to get far, but I don't think her connection with Pete is on the same level. you think he's going to make level. it to hometown Pete? Maybe. I don't know. I think it's too early to I think tell. it's got to be four or five for Pete. Yeah. I um. I think she's deciding. I think she definitely likes Tyler best and Jed best are her two top two. And then I think Luke's going to be get a hometown. Um, I do too. Just because of sneak peeks that we've seen. But I think she's deciding between, um, she likes both Connor and Mike, and I think she's trying to figure out between those two who she likes better, and maybe if she gets a one-on-one with Pete, he'll be in well, there, Well, the, we've seen in the preview she gets a one-on-one with Garrett, too, so I think we shouldn't dismiss him. I don't think, I think Garrett is, I don't think he's going to get far. I, I think he'll get far, but I don't think he's going to get hometown far. All right. Anyways, anyway, so that group date's over, and then it's time for Luke's one-on-one, and Luke gets ready, and he's leaving. He's like, all right, bye, guys. I'll uh, see you in a little bit. And, like, no one says bye. Oh, oh, actually, during the group date, Mike and Luke are in the apartment. The apartment or the yeah. castle alone together. Yeah, that's when Luke is, gets his one-on-one date. Yeah, card. and usually whoever is left at the apartment has to read the date card to the other dude. Mm-hmm. It's like but a Mike just got up and left. It's a rite of passage, and that's how it should be done. But Mike just got up and left, and that was. I I wouldn't. I don't think I would have liked reading the. Date. I agree. It's just I just it's notable. That's all. It's just notable. It just is sad that nobody likes this man. Yeah, but also... I get that it's his own fault, but it's just kind of heartbreaking. It is is sad, but he didn't have to be a jerk, you know? (laughs) Anyways, so Luke heads out on his uh, one-on-one, which is in a very isolated kind of island place. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's the kind of place that... Would be ideal when abandoning someone on a two-on-one date, as yes, Mom pointed out. Yes. Let's. Did we mention? Did we say what the date card said? That's important. Uh, no, I, we need to work some stuff out or something like the that. The date card said, "Let's figure things out one way or another," mm-hmm. which to all normal women means either you stay or you go. You got to fix this. Yeah. But to him, it means. 
we'll work this thing out no matter what. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. Basically. That wasn't as, as, as oh exact Oh my God. Words, he can't read. He, that's how he interpreted this. Like, whatever happens, we're going to work this out and make it happen no matter what. So they go on their date. And before, before he gets there, Hannah goes, I'm really concerned about Luke P and his behavior the past few weeks. He was one of the front runners when he first got here, and I had really strong feelings for him, but that kind of is evaporating a little bit, in a sense. And she basically is like, and also, like, I can't help but think about how good yesterday went. Right. That's the thing I wanted to point out before we got to Yeah. Start. Both Hannah and all the bros commented on how great the group date was. Without Luke P. Without Luke P. Even though they were all still dating her. They're all still dating her. They're all competing. But they're all feeling this wonderful camaraderie and friendship and bro love. Because... (laughs) That's called a bromance, Mom. Okay, bromance. Oh, thank you for updating me to 21st century. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. So they're just basically saying... Everybody basically said, we're so relieved he's not here. Yeah. And he gets there, and um, they hug, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And she's like, yep. <laughs> well, and her sort of pre-date ITM, she said, um, either this is going to be my first date with my future husband or my first and last date with Luke P. Yeah. That's pretty serious stuff. That is pretty serious stuff. He doesn't fully know this because that's a lot of pressure but that that's, is like, that's her point of view you know yeah and so they go and they have a picnic and the area they're at is super pretty oh my gosh it's gorgeous like like we both have agreed it looked like a perfect place for two-on-one yeah and he's like um he's like oh look at that castle that's so cool and she's like yep we're gonna go there like she's totally not excited yeah. to be there with him at all She's got an agenda she wants to figure out. Yeah, and they have their picnic, and she's basically like, why doesn't anybody like you? And he's like, I don't know. He's, he's, he tells her straight up, I don't know. Everybody loves me. Everybody, he's like, Every, everybody back home loves me. He said, he said, everybody, everywhere I go, school and everyone else, everybody loves me. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like, don't say that. Like, she says, don't you understand how that could sound boastful? Yeah. That could sound boastful. Yeah, and she, I think she also says if that's what the guys back at the house are hearing, then I could understand why they wouldn't right. like you. And she Which says, I, I agree. Agree yeah. totally. And she says, but the guys back at the house don't like you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he doubles down on everything. You know, he just doubles down on how great he is and everybody loves him and so forth. <clears throat> and she's flipping out a little bit and he's like I she's like I forget exactly what she asked well she says you know she says I I want you to be able to express your emotions I want you to tell me how you feel and at this point you know he's like he just keeps saying the same thing oh you know I'm he just keeps saying the same bachelor normative crap you know 
and so she excuses herself and goes talk. She goes and talks to the producers, which yeah. we don't see hardly ever. Yeah, and says, "Can you please just and we tell see him? them for one shot? Yeah, but... we just we actually see the real people for a split second. Yeah, and then they change the camera angle, so she's still talking to them, right. but you can't see them. But you can hear them. But one of them was one of the people I follow on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, not too shabby. The what? Not too shabby, or the other? No, the, the dude. Oh, the dude. Yeah, that's the. Bill guy that everyone likes. Okay. I follow Not Too Shabby, but she just had a baby, so I don't think she was there. Yeah. Anyways. Um, she's talking to the producers, and she's like, Can you just tell him to tell me how he feels? And they're like, Girl, you need to do that yourself. Yeah, no, we really can't do that, Hannah. You need to tell him that. So it's, it's interesting to see the things, like... That Hannah can ask them to do. Right. Like, because we can probably guess that she's asked them to, like, get stuff out of the guys already. Right, right. But, <laughs> so that's, that was kind of an interesting but kind of she, thing. you know, she's begging him to tell her how he feels. And she begs the producers to help her in that endeavor. But uh, until then, she, in his defense, I don't like him, but she wasn't really asking him how he felt before well, that. Well, she does eventually. She does eventually. But up until that moment... She didn't do that till after she talked to the he producers. He can't articulate it at all. Yeah. He just keeps saying, you know, I want to be 100% honest with you and real with you. And, you know, and she says, like, tell me what your favorite, you know, do you, do you prefer... Do you prefer mac and cheese or do or you prefer spaghetti? spaghetti? And he's like, well, you know, I, I, I'm ready to tell you that eventually, but right now... You know, we're just in the moment. Let's go look at this castle or whatever. And she's like, fine, whatever. And they go to look at the castle. And then she stops him again to try to get emotion out of him in any way. And he's still... And she's like, this is my journey. She says something like, this is my journey. He's just a freaking idiot. Yeah. Um, And she's just super upset the whole time. And she's trying to get to know him. And there's just not really any emotional chemistry there. They... We've seen them have physical chemistry before, but I think that's all it is for both for both of them, I think. And um, I think now that they're actually trying to talk about their feelings, they're both kind of realizing that, oh, this was just this kind of a physical working. thing. Yeah, we're not compatible. But she's realizing that. He does. He's not reasonably. I think he's realizing they're not compatible, but I think he's still he doing it care. as a competition. He doesn't care. He wants to win her. His whole thing is the hunt. Yeah. And winning her. And yeah. I, he's just he's just really gross. My notes say she continues. Wait a second. He just kept, he, he just keeps saying blah, blah, blah. Let's go look at the castle. That's what my notes say. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And so they go look at the castle. But she doesn't hold his hand at all, which I thought was interesting. Because <sighs> she, she holds the hands of even the guy she's not even that into. Yeah. And in the ITM, she says, I can't keep making excuses for him when I'm not doing that for anyone else. Then they have dinner. And I really liked her dress. You didn't, though. Well, oh, oh! I hated that dress. I thought it was a really oh cool dress. Oh, my God. It was awful. Okay, so we disagree. I, I, I mean, thought it was really cool. Compared to what else she's been wearing this season, she has been on point all season looking gorgeous. This dress did not fit her correctly. It was this cutout red I thought dress. I it fit her. I like the cutouts. It was just... It just I like the asymmetrical aspect I of don't it. mind any of that. It just didn't fit her properly. It looks... It looked like it well, was... Well, maybe that was just because she was sitting down. It, it looked like it was stitched weirdly, and then those heart, white heart earrings. I didn't really like the earrings. I hated the earrings. 
I almost felt like the, the stylist put her in that dress so Luke would dump her. Like, it was so hideous. I don't think. I thought it was a cool dress. I, I think mean, you're being she, really mean. She's still gorgeous. I have no, like, she's gorgeous, beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. But I just thought that was her worst look of the season, 100%. I don't think it was the worst look, but... Well, name I don't think it was one. the best. The look where you couldn't see what she was wearing. Okay. It was terrible. And I think they did that on purpose so that Luke would... I think you're being really... I you're mean, overthinking it. Theory. And you're oh. overthinking it and you're being a little crazy yeah. about it. Okay. Anyways. Uh, she's still beautiful. I love her no matter what she wears. And they're still talking and she's like, honestly, Luke, today was awful. It was the worst day I've ever had. She says, I wrote down here, night date... Lecter says it was a terrible day. Yeah. So basically like what I just said. Yes. But I'm putting her. And he's like, and she's like, how is, how, what do you think about it? And she's like, or he's like, honestly, I thought it was going to go better. <laughs> like, obviously, like it couldn't have gone, Ellie could have gone where she could, should have sent him home. She should have. Before the dinner party. She tells him that he's on thin ice. She just wants him to live up to his flaws. And he will not, for the love of God, live up to any flaws. He basically says he has no flaws that he's aware of. Yeah. And he... And That's yeah. narcissism well, and he And he also says something to her about, like, loving her and her flaws. And she's like, no, I have flaws that you're not going to like. Like, and he's like, well, I don't... I don't have any. And she's like, yeah, you do. What does she call herself? Um, she says she'll go to church every... So there will be some Sundays where you'll see her at church praying and being the perfect, like, Christian oh, yeah. woman. And then there will be some days where she is a, a... devilish bitch. A devilish bitch, yeah. That's what I remember, yeah. And then he slams his hands on the table and says yes about that. Yeah. Like, he's understanding her, but he's not... Yeah. He's not understanding her at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and she's just like getting, she's re- she's just getting really sick of him. And I think yeah. she should have sent both loops home. He doesn't get her at ceremony. all. Oh, one thing. What do you think about this? She Sorry. said his behavior during the rugby game didn't bother her at all. I think because she didn't see it and the actual behavior be- of her, like being aggressive during rugby didn't bother her okay so but we shouldn't the... be worried about that i don't think so i think she was talking about the physical like aggressiveness because she i think okay. she was thinking of the game of rugby and him throwing the other guy down okay she's thinking the aggressiveness okay. in sports doesn't bother me but your behavior afterwards did okay i i guess i understand that part of it but I that's just, how i interpret it i just think she should not I mean, she needs to tell him why. Anyways. I think in her mind, she knew that it was going to be aggressive and she was asking him to be aggressive in rugby. Yeah, but he was And just so a... she wasn't judging his actual sportsmanship during the game. But he was in bad form that whole day. So that sent him mixed messages, I think. It, um, it might likely, have. Maybe. It might have. Anyways, um, okay, so. We're almost at the end of the episode. Yeah, and she's still yelling at him. Is there anything else important that she says before she says um, her last little bit? No, I mean, they sort of reference back to Colton's season and her relationship with Caleb. Oh, yeah. He's like, how did you, what did he, did he ask her how she dealt with people she didn't like? Yes, yeah. Or how she dealt with the having bad things said about her in her yeah, season? Yeah, I think Is that that's what, right, yeah. She said, like, 
And she said, there were some people that I just didn't get along with and they were saying some things that weren't nice about me. And so I was reacting in a way where I wasn't my genuine self and that wasn't good for me in my journey. So the second that I stopped thinking about this other person, she never called Kaylin by her name, but yes. we know who it is because <laughs> she sucks. Yeah. Anyways. And she says, like, as soon as I stopped thinking about my relationship with that person and started thinking more about my relationship with Colton, I started to be more my authentic self and the whole thing became easier for me. And if you think back to Colton's season, there is a moment where he and Hannah are together and he's like, that's my Hannah back. So yeah. maybe somewhere in that moment, I think that was when they were in the Philippines or something like yeah. that. Something I don't remember, but yeah. I think in sometime in that moment, he that was when Hannah was starting to like be Hannah again and not be the crazy Hannah that we were all kind of getting sick of. Yeah, and while we were watching Colton's season in the moment, there was a lot of confusing parts. It's like he liked her, he didn't like her, we liked her, we didn't like her. You know, it would. And I think the parts that we like her are the parts of the Hannah that became the Bachelorette. Right, right. The smiley, goofy, ridiculous yeah. Hannah, yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, the show ends on another to be continued slash Yeah, but she, she closes it out with looking at him and saying, like, I had a lot of <clears throat> hopes for today, and I was really hoping that we could work it out because I have liked you for a long time, but at this moment, I just can't give you this, Rose. Dun, dun, dun. But... I don't, I think she's, he's still going to get the rose. No. I think they just want us to think she's not going to give him the rose. Yeah, no, here's the thing. So there's a thing on Bachelor, like the Twitter thing today. There's a preview for next week. Mm-hmm. And it shows that, well, it's up for interpretation because I can only show you a little bit. But what it seems to show is that she doesn't give him the rose, but he comes back and pesters her to the point where she allows him to stay. Oh, so she actually freaking annoying. She actually sends him home 100% and then he comes back and says, "No, no, you have to let me stay." And because he's preying on her weakness, you know, she has said a couple times she wants I someone want, to fight for her. Well, apart from that, she's yeah, she said that, but apart from that, she said, "You know, my heart wants him, my head says send him home." I worry that, I, I I mean, I think I should send him home, but then I want, I worry that he's the one guy for me that I should marry and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think he's going to play on what he very smartly and creepily knows that that's her weakness. Yeah. And I think, um, I've said this before, but I'm, I'm almost positive that when she talks about Jesus still loving her and the sneak peeks for future episodes... Gotta it's be gotta Luke. be Luke. It's gotta be Luke. There's it's gotta be no Luke, and they're talking about the fantasy suites. Yeah, and it's the gotta following be. week, and that's when she's gonna realize he's a bad bad person, a bad judgmental person. Yeah, I was gonna say a word that starts with S and a word that ends with whole. <laughs> um, but-, but I mean. Again, it's a TV show, and we're being shown what they want us to see of him. And, I, you know, I genuinely hope that he's going to grow from this and be a great guy. Yeah. And live happily ever after. Really, I, I always try to remember that we are seeing a very specific part of him. Mm-hmm. But the people that are actually there aren't seeing a specific part right. of him. They're, they're seeing the real they're, se- they're living with him. Right. 
And I think that when well, you, yeah, if you Sorry. live with someone, you really see their true colors. And he, yeah, this is kind of a stressful situation. So maybe they're, he's stressed and acting differently than he would at home. But that's just kind of hard to believe. Like right. that he'd be so obnoxious and arrogant. Yeah. And I don't know. I but guess I, my dope. You know, I guess my dopey part of me that sees the world in a beautiful aura just hopes that he'll be watching this season and see, oh, wow, wow, that's not what I thought it was, and change, but... Yeah, I hope he does that, too. I know too. that's wishful thinking and unlikely, but... Yeah, I hope he, I hope he does that also, but a lot of this behavior that he has is behavior that's kind of hard to break away from it's it's like character traits like um they're very dominant narcissism and 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 being dominant and possessive over right things like like i mean like a person is something that's a hard thing to kind of get out of so when he made the toast today about um, you know, the hunt. Oh, let's all have fun on the hunt. I couldn't help but think back to the roof, you know, rawr, and yeah. then saying, I'm the king of the jungle, and yeah. you'll be my queen. That's just bullshit. That's sick. That's yeah. disgusting. I, I'm sorry. I agree. I think that it, it's he, a disgusting she's not your thing to do. This is her shindig, yeah. Yeah, she's in charge here, and you have weaseled your way, way, way further than you should have into this prospect. Ugh. Yeah, and personally, I know that there are some people that find him attractive, but I, I just don't even think he's handsome. And I, like, physically, even taking away his, like, personality, I just don't think he's that physically attractive. Mm, I don't like his jaw. Yeah, I agree, but it's hard. That's I know a, it's such a subjective It's a subjective thing, thing. and we're clouded by our. But even what before. The show has showed us. Even with his headshot, I didn't think he was handsome. Oh, I had no problem. I didn't think he was handsome or not handsome. I just thought, oh, he's one of them. I was just like, oh, but that Mike guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was this week's episode. Uh, any other thoughts about no, it? No, um, yeah. Thanks for sticking with us tonight, guys. That was a that was a tough episode. It was super enjoyable until the last half hour, and that was just really frustrating. So yeah, let us know what you think about Luke and any of the other contestants. We'd, We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we sure would. Please email us at uh, the rosettes at gmail dot com. Or you can follow us on Instagram or slide into our DMs with your opinions. Please do. You know what? And what would be super, super, super great is if you liked and and rated it, rated and reviewed us. Rated and reviewed us and subscribed us. But also. All those really modern words. I also. All you kids know. I also haven't dropped our Instagram handle yet, Mom. (laughs) Our Instagram handles. um, The. Uh, oh geez, I forgot it. I had it on my tip of my tongue, and then you wanted to tell them to rate and subscribe. It's Rosette's podcast is our Instagram. Uh, but yeah, rate, review, subscribe, 
Make your moms listen to us. Make your daughters listen to us. Please and thank you. And we uh, would love to hear from you guys, and we want to create content that you enjoy, and we want to kind of establish kind of a sort of community. So totally share us and rate us so other people can find us. And, and okay, I'm going to throw this out there because you can edit it out if you want, but... Also, Ariel and I are going to go on a radical Disney odyssey two months from now to the D23 convention. <laughs> so if anybody out there are also Disney You ABC fans, nuts. You ABC <laughs> folks who are both Disney and Bachelor fans. Holla at us. Yeah, hit us up if you would like us to do some Disney content because we're all about We that. do love Disney. I used to be a cast member and we are lifelong Disney nerds. So. Yeah, and we do the... D23 Expo like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. We could die we, any second. <laughs> we sat in the same... for This is for Disney Nuts. This is, Bachelor Nuts aren't going to get this. But we sat in the same row as John, John Lasseter to watch uh, Mark Disney Hamill. Legends. Mark Hamill get his uh, Disney, Disney Legends Legend Award. Yeah. And George Lucas. And George Lucas and Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. So we saw all of them, which is pretty people. cool. Yeah. But the coolest thing was that we were in the same row as John Lasseter. Yeah. We are dedicated to getting good seats. Yeah. So if that's of interest to any of you, hit us up. Email us, and we'll we'll do other content. That would be really fun. Yeah, we'd love to do other content like that. We just like talking about things that we like together. Cause yeah, because we do it anyway. We Why do it anyway. invite you guys? <laughs> talk forever about That's it right. <laughs> we have to we have to shorten it down for you guys right. but we appreciate we your uh, we appreciate your listening and your attention and uh we thank you and we hope you'll come back um and we're gonna sign out now but we will see you next week night <laughs>